Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Thank Me Later podcast. I am your host, Brittany, and thank you so much for tuning in today and listening, OMG. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. I recorded some of my reactions to the Renaissance album back in August, and I sat on them. I was like, OMG, I'll just wait until she releases the visuals, and then I'll go through them. And then I went to the Renaissance party, and it really just turned my whole world upside down. So I went back and just gave y'all just a few of my reactions to some of my favorite songs on the album. So enjoy. Ken the Man, now (laughs) the moment we've all been waiting for. (laughs) By we, I mean me. We are finally going to talk about Renaissance. Da-da-da. So first of all, let me just preface this by saying, if you know me, you know I am a huge Beyonce stan. Like I remember in high school, I was that girl. Like whenever people ask my favorite anything, favorite celebrity, favorite R&B musician, I'm like Beyonce. Easily. I would download her live covers of songs and put them on my iPod to play in my car. And people would be like, are you okay? And I'm like, what? You don't like the live over the, the studio? Anyway, I say all that to say, like, if you know me, you know, like, I have always been a Beyonce girl. I'm always somebody who's going to support her. Um, And also, like, she's always just been that artist for me. Like, when it comes to a concert, I'll spend it. And that's, like, my bar. If somebody is, if the tickets are over a certain price, I'm like, oh, no, Beyonce tickets aren't even that expensive. And I'm honestly interested in how much people have paid, the max people have paid for tickets. I think the most I've paid has been like one, 200, but I've been on like the floor at Beyonce and um, I did not pay to get on the floor. I would say that, um, but God is good. And he knew my heart, where my heart was. Um, and I'm just somebody who like, you're talking about like a consummate artist, somebody who is intentional about their visuals, like the notes, the runs, like Beyonce is going to do it for me every single time. And so when it came out that like she was coming and like when she she took took all of her pictures off her social and everybody's like, oh my gosh, Beyonce, Beyonce. Word. I was like, okay, true. Did not expect this, but it just must be that time. I don't think anything could have prepared me for Renaissance. But so anyway, I'm just going to hop into it. Okay, what's up, y'all? We back. It does feel good to have the mic in my hand again, but I will say... So again, we're talking about faith over fear. Fear right now, or just like, because fear can um, externalize other things as like procrastination would not have me here right now, but I'm right here in my basement at 941 after I just ate some good food. So you already know what time it is. I took a pause because I was listening. I wanted to like give a really fresh review of Beyonce's album. And actually I'm glad I took a little break because now I have this new uh, way that I want to talk about it. And at first when I thought about this, I was gonna like go over my top five songs, do it backwards, add a little mystery. But it's like, I feel like if I do that, I would just be saying, y'all, this song blew my mind. Y'all, this song blew my mind. So I'm gonna talk about the progression of the album and Times when it actually did blow my mind, but for like, yeah, we just gonna put it in a neat little box. So starting with I'm That Girl. Oh, and it's so crazy. Sorry, I'm on Spotify looking at her numbers. Even though, shout out to her, Beyonce went 
number one with Renaissance the album and then number one with Break My Soul. This is like the second time in her career. The first time was at the very beginning of her career with Crazy in Love and Dangerously in Love. So how sick is it that at her seventh album, she's doing it again with three kids? Three kids, a husband, businesses, engagement, that she has literally made her most critically acclaimed album. And let's talk about that for a second because I don't know if people don't look know. up the Metacritic scores or like go into the reviews on an album, but I'm somebody, I've always been so interested in like structures like that. Like I know we're like, oh, Grammys don't mean anything, but I'm like, a Grammy? I like to like know the history. And I love looking up albums, commercial performance when they debut and their um, Metacritic score. Because even outside of the, the debut numbers, we have a lot of artists who may not debut at number one the first week. Rihanna with Anti was not number one the first week it came out. Or was it? I don't think. Hold on. Hold on. Rihanna. Googling break. <laughs> yes, I will build those in. When I was a teacher, y'all. And I was a science teacher. And you know, science is is about is, inquiry and about asking questions and about being okay with what you don't know. Um, but sometimes there's ego. Um, but I hope in the absence of ego that people are just like teaching kids. Like if you have a question, never be afraid to ask. Like that's curiosity. And the older we get, the more we like crush out that curiosity, especially out loud. Um, I don't know why I'm going on this curiosity rant when I need to be looking up Rihanna. Commercial performance. Yeah, just go just go to Wikipedia. Okay. Oh, okay. So here's the thing with anti. It there was like a promotion with um Samsung, so it just qualified a lot of their initial sales. Yeah, so the second week anti went platinum. But anyway, I say all that to say like the Metacritic score really is like unbiased than even like the Grammys, like how we've seen them snub Beyonce, for example, for album of the year after Beyonce, after oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Beehive, after self-titled uh, and Lemonade, like just how those two albums like really shook up the industry and like changed the world, but like they'll ignore her. And so the Metacritic is something that's like very neutral. I don't know how long this episode is going to be. And I'm just going to let y'all know right now, if y'all have stuff to do, treat it like a movie, come back. We will get better as time goes on, but I'm not going to act like I do not talk a lot because I cannot lie. And Beyonce has an average career score of... Oh, wait. Okay. So Beyonce, her Dangerously in Love was 63, had a score. So it's on a scale of 1 to 100, the Metacritic. And Beyonce's Dangerously in Love received a score of 63. B-Day, 70. I Am Sasha Fierce, 62. 4, 73. Beyonce, 85. Shaking the world, right? A relatively high score. Um, Lemonade, 92. Homecoming, 90. I don't know if this is accurate. Does it say Metacritic.com? This ain't what the street said. Hold on. Y'all be reporting false stuff. Okay, so Renaissance is 92. Homecoming is 95, but we all know why. Um, Okay. Yeah, and so anyway, it's her second, and it's tied with Lemonade. So she is an artist consistently scoring in the 80s, in the high 80s, in the 90s. And it took a while. It's been some dips. But for the most part, her work has really been to critical acclaim. And on a scale of 100, you, your album receives a 92. Yeah, she thinks she did that. So, so let's go into it with I'm That Girl. First of all, that's how you open an album. Can I just say, she said, hold on, y'all. I'm pulling up the lyrics. Apologies for not being ready. Lyrics, Renaissance. Show me the whole album, baby. 
Genius. Okay. Well, on Genius.com. Hey, y'all, sponsor me. Okay, for I'm That Girl, listen, these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. And somebody put in Genius, please. It is not please unless Beyonce verifies it. Okay? I know what I heard. <laughs> y'all, I don't know if I'm going to be this funny every episode. I don't know. I'm going to say that I am so y'all could, I could thirst trap y'all. Um, She say, I pull up in these clothes. Look so good. Because I'm in that hoe. You know all these songs sound so good? Because I'm on that hoe? It's like, it's actually very much so insane. And so she's she's talking her shit. She's letting y'all know, don't you even do it. Do not do it. Don't start. So, <laughs> and it's, like I said, a really strong way to start the album. And so then, if after I'm that girl, you have Cozy. Now, Cozy, Cozy is top, oh, is it, Cozy is top three. Cozy is top three. I'm going to say it. She really did something. And it sounds so subtle. It sounds like the first listen, it's like very it's subtle, undertone, understated. But kind of to me, I guess. When I heard it the first time, I was like, okay, okay. But the more and more I listened to it, it was like, what? What? Like, comfortable in my skin, cozy with who I am. I love myself, goddamn. Yeah, it really, it really hit me upside the head. Like, not long. It didn't take long. But, yeah, that song is top three and it's not going nowhere because I I love also the undertone of the I'm black bitch. Dark brown, dark skin, light skin, beige, fluorescent beige. I'm black. <laughs> it really does something to me. I think it's a perfectly composed song. And the thing about this album, I think that about pretty much every single song. Literally every single song. And what really hit me upside my head was at the end of Cozy. And then you start hearing Unique. Unique is what you are. And then Alien Superstar. Like, that was very crazy. That was... That was wow, right? Alien Superstars, I have not met one person who is not like in love or obsessed with that song. So I think it's like most likely to be a single. If she's even doing singles, I'm not gonna pretend to to know her plan, baby. <laughs> be do you girl and you gonna do it every time. Alien Superstar, like when you talk about evolution as an artist, it's like, it's insane to think that this song is so on brand for or somebody like Beyonce, but we have never heard this sound from her. In fact, it's very distinct and completely different than anything else she's put out before. And for it to just to hit like it did, yeah, yeah, she did that. And it's like, I'm one of one, I'm number one, I'm the only one. And I saw a tweet that said that people love the album because it's a lot of affirmations. And so like, now I kind of like listen to it with that in mind. And sorry if I just skewed your it's view. Like, it really is. And it's like, that's why everybody is in love with it. That's why everybody cannot stop listening to it. She wanted something that made people feel good in the midst of everything that is wrong with this country, especially being black, being a black woman or being black and LGBT. Like, she really wanted us to get up on our feet and dance and like forget the worries. And you know what? I'm gonna say she succeeded. <laughs> she did what she had to do. 
And it's like, yeah, she's talking about being black and being a woman. She's also talking about freedom and just saying, fuck it. I'm going to do me. I'm going to love me. Very recklessly, right? Like, no one in this world can think like me. It's just the wildest shit ever. Like, hell yeah. These are amazing affirmations. This is the shit I be trying to write. I'm like, nah, mm -mm, that go too far. But put it on the beat, baby. We're singing along. We're feeling it. Yeah, she really did everything she had to do. Unique. (laughs) Unique. 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 (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, she really, she ate. Give her her plate, okay? Honestly, her vocal stacking at the end of Alien Superstar wow and it's like this is why i do not mind to stand beyonce because literally who else is doing it like that who else nobody sorry um love them love them so much but it's like wow they just aren't doing it like that yeah the vocal stacking and it's like not only is she giving us these affirmative positive make you dance songs she's also like shitting on them (laughs) shitting on the girls no shade to anybody but she's like showing you like i am singing my ass off and making you move your booty what she really stretched herself and it's like she's giving us these but these are this is the shit that we love i love a good run i promise you i know all the videos on youtube where beyonce has an insane run when it comes to like vocal control da 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 watch the one plus one performance at the youtube arena she's in a blue leotard it's sparkly y'all it's really hard for me to listen to one plus one and so i really love when beyonce just like sings and gives a soul and classical and just all of that stuff um and so that's what i'm fangirling over right now and that's it for this segment of good ears guys i literally just chopped and screwed it from my two-hour reaction to renaissance so go ahead and listen to the renaissance porty recap and again please make sure that you follow us on instagram at thank me later pod and on twitter at thank me pod toodles